hockey fans, welcome back for our fourth episode of Gloves Off. We're really excited about this one. I'm your host, Kendall Skalicki. And I'm your co-host, Ibrahim Chore. Kendall and I are so excited to bring on number 13, Danny Chaniev. How'd you sleep last night, man? Oh. I was uh, I was a little nervous coming. <laughs> but I'm excited. Thanks for having me. What was nervous about? Like? I don't know. Haven't done a podcast in a while. A little bit of podcast rust, I guess. Yeah, but, but you know, it's an interview kind of, not an interview style, but more of a casual conversation style. Yeah. So hope that breaks the ice a little bit. Uh, I'm excited to get this thing started. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. All right, I have a gut feeling you're going to have no idea what I'm talking about. But before we start, I wanted to ask you, are you Team Haley or Team Selena? All right, so Jimmy, like, kind of prepared me last night. <laughs> And he, like, texted me about this, and uh, I asked Rachel last night what this meant. Yeah. And she, like, tried to explain it to me, but everything just went over my head. <laughs> so I I have no idea what what we're talking about. I heard there was some beef, but I... Yeah, that's okay. I figured. Eve, do you have an opinion? I didn't know who Bailey was until last... Bailey? <laughs> Haley. <laughs> <laughs> exactly my point. That just reinforces like my my like stance on it. I didn't know who Haley was till Kendall texted me last night and like, yeah, you should know about this. Like, it's all over TikTok. I know Selena though because I grew up watching Rigidly of Waverly Place. Yeah. <laughs> she makes some really good music. Like back yeah. in the days when she worked on Disney. But honestly, I'm gonna have to go with Team Selena. All right, just because of like the past. That's the correct answer. Moving on. Um, so you've been playing really well and have been making um crucial plays at really important moments during the season can you just take us through how you've been feeling and kind of what goes through your head during big moments like that yeah I mean it's always nice to like score a big goal in a in a pretty big game um you're the one in the locker room that wants to do it and and wants to give your team some hope and 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 some drive uh, so that we can pull out pull out a victory so all I mean all I think about is like what can I do to help my team out, and and um, in what way can I do it so that we come out of that game victorious? Mm-hmm. Has this always been something that's been in the back of your head? Like, is it a mentality thing? Yeah, I think um, I like when there's a lot of pressure on me. I it's something that I that I like to play in front of um, when there is uh, in a way when there's an away game and. There's a bunch of fans booing you and and uh, all kinds of that stuff. Uh, I kind of like it, and it's like it's fun for me. Fuse the fire. Yeah, exactly. I was gonna say I feel like you're really exciting to watch because you seem very confident. Like the whole whenever you get the puck, it's just like I feel like you fly down the ice. There's never a nervous feeling with other people. I feel like you can tell when they're like hesitant, yeah. and you're just the opposite of that. So have you always had that confidence? Yeah, it's it's not really confidence. It's like more of just having fun. Like my dad always told me, if you're not having fun when you're playing, just don't play anymore. Yeah. Uh, and like if I'm gonna be nervous out there and like trying to make like hard plays and and be scared to like make a mistake or something like that then I shouldn't be out there and I just have fun and I think the confidence just comes from that mm-hmm. because I don't know if, if you're nervous it's kind of hard to play play, yeah. it, play it how you want so yeah being one of the smaller guys on your team and in college 
hockey like it's really like fun watching you play like watching you just like accelerate and move with just like so much speed like has there ever been a time where like your size has affected like the way you played or the way you prepare like against like a certain team like has it affected your game to the point where like playing on the new jersey junior titans or the u.s national development team and then eventually moving on to like college lacrosse cross. <laughs> Good morning. I need some coffee. College hockey. Uh, I, not really. I mean, every time you step step up the ladder and and face better competition and go from youth hockey to junior hockey and from junior hockey to college hockey, it's always those like first two games where you get used to things and and size has never really been an issue for me to be honest. yeah, there are a bunch of big guys. There, there are times where I get hit pretty bad, and and it hurts a little bit. But um, you just get up and and just brush it off. And I mean, if if I was scared of these guys, like playing against bigger guys, then I shouldn't really be here, to be honest. And so you like the competition and yeah. all the physique and then the contact. Yeah, I mean, when uh, from a young age, like um, my private coach. He, um, or my skills coach back back home, he um, brought me to uh, these men's league games. I was like ten years old and playing against like these forty year old, fifty year old guys. Really, like, guys are fifty and forty still playing ice hockey. Well, it's like uh, it's like a men's league type of my thing. My dad like, does. They, <laughs> they do it for fun, and it's like um, I was ten years old at the time, and these guys are just massive. And he knew my my coach knew what he was doing when when he did that for me and. Ever since then, like I wasn't scared to, to, to like play against bigger guys. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it affects you at all. But yeah. m- like I said, my dad plays and he's small too. Like uh, honestly, like my height, he says he's like five eight, but he's not. <laughs> but he's always like, if I was taller, like I swear I could have been in the NHL. And I'm like, well, there's guys in the NHL your size. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think that was the problem. Um, Where'd your dad play? Oh, he didn't. He didn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's just what he likes to say. He thinks he's the best at everything. Um, do you have any rituals or routines before a game? Because I feel like you're always out on the bench before warm-ups, right? Yeah. So do you want to take us through that or what your mindset is before a game? Where do you want me to start? Do you want me to start before we get to the rink? Yeah, wherever. Oh, God. All right. So <laughs> there is a lot. Um, there's some things I'm going to like leave out. <clears throat> um <laughs> Just because, like, there's too much of it. Um, I get to the rink at, like, 10 in the morning, and then I just hang out and relax there. And then um, after that, we go to meal. Mm-hmm. From meal, um, me and Simon Mack, we had to take one of the freshmen back to their place. And then from there, we go back to our house, go take a nap I usually nap for like it depends on the game sometimes it could be like two hour nap sometimes it could be like a 20 minute nap mm-hmm. depends on how I'm feeling and then but it's crucial it is yeah I need the nap um and then after that we eat our pregame um and for a seven o'clock game we usually leave at four fifteen. we pick up Ryan Kerwin and then we go to Starbucks <laughs> get the same order every time what's the order it's uh 
grande vanilla, hot vanilla latte with an extra shot of espresso. Get that. Uh, drink it on the way to the rink. And then start getting dressed, like, in my uh, <laughs> Under Armour and, like, warm-up stuff. Yeah. And then uh, I, uh, I tape my stick, and then I get my neck, like, massaged by a PT. Mm-hmm. And then play some soccer, play some sewer. You big soccer guy. Yeah. Do you follow any professional teams? Yeah, I follow Man City, and um, I, I watch the Premier League mostly, and um, yeah, just just those teams. I was a big Liverpool guy back then. Mohamed Salah was kind of in his prime. Yeah, he's still he pretty good guy. now, though. He's still pretty good. Yeah, now, but when I was like, I'm talking like when I was in the seventh grade mm-hmm. a couple years ago, his yeah. name was just out there. Oh yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Um, you want me to continue? Worst take, what'd you say? Oh, play soccer and then what? And then it's just like a bunch of random stuff. like. But you're a routine st- person, I'm getting. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. It has <laughs> to be the same thing. I have to be off the ice last. Like. Yeah, I, that's the other thing I picked up on. You're always, yeah. that's intentional? Yeah. Okay. What's the reason behind that? I don't know. I've done it since I played, since my first game of juniors, to be honest with you. I don't know. After warm-ups, it's like I have to be on the ice last and then. Or off the ice last, and then the last person to get on the ice. That's Very funny. Nice. Yeah, I did pick up on that. Um, you're in all these pads, though. You're in your, under, you're in your under pads. Game probably starts, face-off starts probably like an hour. Like, what is racing through your head? Um, what What is the self-pep talk that you give yourself? The self-pep talk is, this is my game. No one's going to take this away from me. I'm going to play my best and not let anyone down and um, try to do my best to help the team win and then go out there and just have fun. Make it happen. Exactly. You seem like you have a very good grip on, like, your um, – what's the word I'm looking for? Like, and not mental stability. Like, mental, like, mental control. Well. Like, I don't know what word I'm yeah. looking for. Um, but that's a great mentality to have, and mm-hmm. I feel like you can definitely – see that while you're playing that makes sense now because it definitely starts with self-affirmation if you're able to tell yourself and like believe it i don't think there's anything that can stop you past that. i mean obviously there'll be things that can stop you but that first step of like being able to talk to yourself and motivate yourself Mm -hmm. goes a long way yeah it's really important especially for athletes it's like i think the number one thing for athletes is to have a good mental state and be be self-motivated and self-driven We'll do one more hockey question. Um, do you want to reflect on this weekend? Yeah. Um, it was tough. It was a good good Friday night. Mm-hmm. Tough Saturday. But, um, yeah, I, I feel like we played well on Friday. Uh, we weren't giving Wisconsin much. Um, it was kind of an easy game, to be honest with yeah. you. Yeah. Um, we controlled it the whole time, and I think we kind of started to underestimate them on Saturday, but we knew that it was going to be a tough game anyways, but something just happened that it was, like, harder than it should have been. And, yeah, um, I don't know. It was it was just a tough loss yeah. on Saturday. What do you think is the biggest thing that needs to change from Saturday to next weekend? 
Well, now we start a start a new season. Really, it's this is where yeah, this is where um, the heart part begins. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ohio State's a good team. I think um, they're extremely beatable. I mean, we beat them at home at their place. Uh, when was it? Two weeks ago? Three weeks ago? Something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. I think it's a good matchup for us. I think anybody we play is a good matchup because we uh, we are a strong team ourselves, and uh, I feel like we beat every team in in our conference this year. So, I, it doesn't really matter who we who who's in front of us. I think if we play our game, and um, and be gritty with against the other team, I, I don't think they have a chance against us. Yeah. Well, we'll be watching. <laughs> Eve, do you want to take us away from hockey now? Yeah. Moving away from hockey, can you tell us about your personal experience growing up in New York City and how that kind of was? Being Living in State College now, it's two different type of worlds. Being from a city kid to the middle of nowhere, in the middle yeah. of a valley, just talk to us about that. <laughs> yeah, it's so different. Um, I'm a city kid. I love the city. Uh, but I also, I also like when I'm in the middle of nowhere sometimes. But like not for a long period of time. Like this is a little too long. Like, <laughs> so you're itching for spring break, huh? Uh, uh, I, we don't even they, have spring yeah, break. Yeah, they don't get it. No spring break. No. Their tournament starts this weekend. Yeah, we're in the middle of playoffs. So, um, yeah, I, I, if I can go back there any off weekend, I, I will. Um, but yeah, it's it's definitely a transition. But it's not as hard as you think because I lived in Michigan for two years and then I lived in Iowa in the middle of nowhere like in the cornfields and the stuff Midwest. oh man it was bad <laughs> um so I'm got, this is a little better than Iowa to be honest with you um so it's not too bad but um yeah I miss the city man it's growing up there was was a blast going to school walking to school taking the subway because I definitely miss the convenience of having the store right there your school, being able to hop on a train or subway and getting there, like having everything on city blocks and within like a 10-minute walk, you don't get that here in State College. No. Like at home, you can go to a random deli and get whatever you want. And it's just yeah. like here is like there's no delis. You have to go to like a specific store. I want a bagel. I have to either go to Irving's or Bagel exactly. I can't go to the random shop that's probably like a couple miles away. Yeah. So what drew you to Penn State, knowing that you loved the city? Um, I, I'm going to be honest with you. My dream school was Quinnipiac. Really? Yeah. I don't know why. Maybe it's close to home. It's like two and a half hours, two hours from my house. Yeah. That is that Connecticut? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Quinnipiac was my dream school. That's and so then interesting. I visited Penn State before I committed here before I had any offers or anything and I visited here and I was like whoa like I'm a I'm a 15 year old kid like visiting this place Mm -hmm. like this is this is like the best of the best and uh after that I'm like well here we go like if I get an offer from here I'm committing here so your recruitment process started a lot earlier yeah yeah, uh, not as early as some guys on my team. Like some guys on our on our team, like Ryan Kerwin committed at fourteen years old. Did they change that recently? Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Fourteen. I was in middle school when I was fourteen. 
Yeah, I, <laughs> I committed at 15, like my 15 going into 16, so June. What is it now? I think it's senior year of high school. Until you can commit? Yeah. Jeez. What was your recruitment process like in other schools you compared other than Quinne- Quinnipiac, right? Quinnipiac. Quinnipiac. Yeah. <laughs> um, to be honest, I didn't visit any other school except Penn State. Uh, my first offer was actually Quinnipiac, which was kind of crazy. Um, that's so interesting because that's such a small, like, I, I mean, no offense to them, but, like, I didn't even know what that was until recently, and now you're at, like, one of the biggest schools in the country. Yeah, I mean, also, my mom wanted me to go to Quinnipiac until she came on the visit here. And, like, the coaches here, like, treated us with respect and, like, the utmost kindness and mm-hmm. it was like nice to hear the, the visit you took here to penn state was a turning point uh, y- you moved from then on oh 100 percent. yeah yeah 100 percent. what did you have to tell the coaches at uh quinnipiac uh well they offered me and i like i was kind of like hey like i'm gonna wait this out like uh, it's like a tough decision i had to talk with my family and and stuff like that, which which was which I was like not lying at all, and Penn State before, so I had to go to the national camp, which is like the top one eighty kids in the country like camp for that, and all like the scouts are there, all colleges are there, um, so and Penn State and I visited Penn State like a week before this thing, and they're like, yeah, if anyone reaches out, like, um tell us and, and stuff like that. If you get offers, tell us. But I wasn't going to say anything. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm getting these offers, and, and um, yeah, Quinnipiac called, and I, it was so tempting. Like, I called my parents right away. I'm like, I, I don't know what to do here. Like, do I keep waiting for Penn State, or do I take Quinnipiac? And it was like, just wait it out, and then... After the camp finished, Penn State called. And I was like, absolutely. That's awesome. Um, all right, now are you ready for non-hockey? Let's go. Okay. <laughs> Talk to us about your bedtime routine. My bedtime routine. The fans want to know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, I finish up homework, and then like it's like 9.30, and then I got, like, a couple of different shows that I'm watching, so. That's where Outer Banks? So I started Outer Banks. Okay. But I need to finish Love Island first. I'm watching Love Island right now. The UK one? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I need to, I need to finish that, and then I need, to, <laughs> <laughs> I need to watch The Bachelor as well. I heard about The Bachelor. Yeah, I'm on, like, episode, like, Can five you know about or the six. Uh, yes, I know about The Bachelor. What's about? What? It's like what? It's well, right now because it's the Bachelor. It's one guy, and he's dating like I don't even know how many girls it is. But then like girls go home each week until he gets married. <laughs> Finally, something I can talk about. Um, yeah. I it's love Love Island though. How much are these actors getting paid? They're not actors. They're actual people. It's a reality. Sh- both of them are reality shows. Oh, speaking... Oh, wait, was that Love Island? Yeah, speaking of Love Island, um, 
Not a lot of people know that Tommy Fury was on Love Island, and that's like the only reason why I know who he is because he was on Love Island. I just, you saying that, I just realized that he is. That he, yeah, and that's how he met his, I don't Girlfriend. know, yeah. Now they have a kid together. Yeah. Did you guys watch the boxing match? Though? Yeah, we we gathered up and watched it. It was, I wanted Tommy to win, but I kind of I was like I had a feeling like this might be rigged like. Like, especially when he went down, like, in the eighth round, I'm like, nah. Wait, yeah, I didn't, I thought it wasn't, but then I saw something on Instagram, I think, about, like, a script or something. Yeah, I saw that, too. And I was like, wait, what? A lot of people think that Jake um, rigs these fights, being a celebrity. Wait, is it Jake or Logan? Jake. Jake? Yeah, oh. yeah, Logan is the one that does all the, he also has a podcast mm-hmm. and does all the Vine videos and funny videos on the internet. Yeah. But yeah, love Love Island. The Bachelor's like not great right now. He's he's not entertaining. Zach. I don't think he is either. Yeah, I think he's, he's a little awkward. Yeah, but, definitely. So they're switching out the Bachelor every couple of seasons. Is that what it is? <laughs> Eve. No. So each it's like the Bachelor or the Bachelorette. Like if it's the Bachelorette, it's a girl dating a bunch of guys, and then each week he sends a few girls home until there's no one left, and then he like proposes at the end to the last girl, and then the season's over. That's a dumb way to find love. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. But he's kind of like The Bachelor no one asked for, I feel like. Yeah, I don't know. I have a weird feeling about him. It's like, he's just there. Yeah, it's, yeah, definitely not the know. most entertaining season. Um, But what do your weekends look like off season? Like in the summer. Sure. Or, yeah. Or, like, when the season ends. <laughs> when the season ends. Um, just a lot of resting and recovering because I'm, like, towards the end of the season, your body's just in shambles. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and I just, like, we like to hang out with the guys from time to time, like, do some activities, either play wiffle ball or, like... Activities. <laughs> here we go, rollerblading. Um... Does rollerblading and ice skating kind of correlate the same in terms of... Uh, yes and no. Like, I play roller hockey as well in the summer, and um, it, that's, like, a lot of fun, like, indoor roller hockey. Um, but it's a lot different. Like, if you put, like, uh, a bunch of NHL players against pro roller hockey players, the roller hockey players would win in a roller hockey match. But if it was ice hockey... Well, yeah. Obviously, the ice hockey players. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it would be a close game, though. But it's just a lot different. Is it just as physical? There, It's not as physical, though. No. But, yeah, the weekends are roller, like rollerblading. Sometimes play wiffle ball. On them. We find a lawn. We just play. And then, Yeah, uh, just activities. Yeah, just fun <laughs> things to do. Not to sit at home. Um, Okay. Shout out Rachel. What does the ideal date sound like for you? God. <laughs> um, I like to go to dinner, or like somewhere nice. Um, but like, I want to go mini golfing. No, I don't like mini golf. My roommate just got one of those golf sets you can put in your house. It's like this long. It's this long strip 
with the golf plug, mm -hmm. and I kind of just practice. Like, it seems so, like, tedious, and it's just, like, this small activity, but it brings me so much joy, and it's really fun. Yeah, I know. I want to go, like, mini-golfing and then, like, go to dinner after or something like that. <laughs> what about top golf? Top golf would be a good date. That'd be a really good one. Set up some top golf at Beaver Stadium. That'd be fun. Yeah, I feel like it's hard cool. here. There's not a lot of, like, There's, nice places yeah. to go to dinner, and it... You can't really get that. Like, in New York, you need... Like, it's everywhere. Everything is everywhere, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. Or, I'm saying, yeah, I don't know what I'm talking about. What's, <laughs> one, th what's, the, what's the one thing that you most miss about New York? The bagels. The bagels. <laughs> and, um... Just seeing, like, people. Like, I know it sounds weird, but, like, seeing a lot of people. It's like... Wherever you go, you're never going to be by yourself. Like, here you might be walking in an alley, and you're by yourself just walking. There, it's like there's people around you, and it's loud, and I like the loud and craziness stuff. See, that's why I think it's interesting that you wanted to go to Quinnipiac. Like, that's why I'm, because I, like, hearing you say this, like, Penn State makes sense, but that, to me, does not make any sense. Yeah, I, it's weird. Well, it worked out for the best. Yeah, it did. <laughs> but, yeah, I like when it's loud. I like when it's crazy. And I don't know. I'm the opposite. I kind of like the peace. Really? The quiet and the space. Well, from time to time, you I like the peace and quiet as well. Like, But at some point, it just gets old. And you just want to go back to the loud and, and crazy. Because I would go home. And let's say it's nighttime. I'm about, I'm about to go head to bed. It's still loud outside. And I'm used to being here for months and just having that quiet and being able to fall asleep easily with no background sirens or people screaming or music being blasted outside. Yeah, I went to New York for a weekend over Christmas break. And like, I liked it. Like, it was so fun. I went with uh, two of my roommates and their boyfriends went too. And, but by the end, I was like, I need to go home. Like, I was like, I'm gonna freak out. Like, driving there was horrible. Traffic sucks. Yeah. yeah. I, I just, I don't know if I could live there. I like to visit. It's a tourist. I feel like it's more of a tourist location. Yeah. Not well, we were also in the middle of, like, chaos. We weren't. Times Square? Yeah. Rockefeller Tree? Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. So there was a lot going on. Oh, I remember what I was going to ask you. I feel like you have, out of the guys on the team, you seem to have a pretty decent fashion sense. Do you feel, is that true? I think so. Are you into that at all or no? Yeah. Uh... I try to be. Yeah, because like, you have your scarf sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Big scarf guy. Depends on the suit I'm wearing. Yeah. Um, and depends on if it's cold outside or not. But, yeah, I try to be as fashionable as possible. Yeah, right? even now, like, I like those shoes. Like, I cannot imagine, like, half the guys, like, putting yeah. on those shoes. I don't know. Comme des garçons? Yeah. <laughs> it's not, not bad. I mean, I, I'm, I don't know. I don't want to look like. I always wanted to look presentable and yeah. not, not look like I'm homeless. Yeah, no, that's a good thing to care about. What are your favorite <laughs> brands? Mm, I like All Saints a lot. Um, I'm wearing their hoodie right now. Like, I think that's my favorite brand. And then Lulu. Oh, we talked about Montclair too. Montclair. That's yeah, that's why I wanted yeah. to ask you. I forgot. I want a macage, puffer coat. That's like on my wish list. Macage. Macage. I don't know what that is. It's kind of like a big black puffer coat. Oh. It's kind of like a leather feel, but it's shiny, though. So it's kind of like Montclair. Montclair. Claire. It's kind of like, 
They call it Montclezy, like yeah, on the neighborhood. Heard about that. Montclezy, yeah. Yeah, that's what instantly came to mind. But it's sort of the same thing, but it's called a macage. Yeah, that's funny. Who is your favorite non-hockey celebrity? Mm. That, that, that wasn't like correct English, but <laughs> I, I got what you were saying. <laughs> um, I mean, I like I like Morgan Wallen. He's he's up there. But then I also like watch a lot of MMA. So Habib Nurmagomedov. He's probably my most favorite right now. You think you take on Habib? No, absolutely not. (laughs) Absolutely not. Didn't even hesitate. Yeah, there's no chance. I I found out recently that like these MMA fighters, they fight every like three or four months because like I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, I thought it was like every other week or something like that. Yeah, well, um, all those guys like the Russian guys and Habib's team. uh, Whenever they're in Brooklyn, like we're always me and my dad and um some of his employees we always go hang out with them and it's like a lot of fun like i went to habib's fight when he won his first belt so it was awesome to see and then just hang out after and so i'm like pretty close with them i I would say and i i train with them sometimes like just to like get my cardio up yeah and get get my ass beat how is it cardio i heard like when it comes to my cardio it was like absolutely insane yeah there's nothing else to it i mean nothing that compares to it um yeah it's just the hardest thing i've ever done and you think it would help you like with hockey and it, it does and it's one of the hardest things i've ever done we didn't even get into your family. He is the cutest little brother. He's, like, so tiny, and he looks just like him. Is he your only sibling? No, I have an older sister as well. Okay. Do you want to tell us about them? Yeah. So my older sister, um, she's a dentist now, a pedi- pediatric dentist. Oh. Um, she graduated from NYU, um, and she is 28 years old now. 27. <laughs> 94 birth year. Um, and, uh, yeah, she's doing her own thing right now, and my brother is 11 years old. He's, uh, he's playing hockey as well. Oh. So, he's, um, he's been traveling around, and then coming to my games whenever he's able to, and, like, next weekend, my parents won't be able to come to my game, because he has a tournament. So, yeah, he's, uh, he's doing his thing, and, yeah, I'm proud of him. Is it's, he also going to take that route, going juniors and then playing college as well? Or do you think it's too young or too early to tell? Yeah, I think it's too early to tell. I mean... He's I, just a kid. It, yeah, <laughs> it, it's his decision after I mean, all, guys so. are committing when they're 15 and 14. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's his decision now. I mean, I'm not going to force him to do anything. If he wants to continue playing, he can. And then I'll just keep giving him advice and stuff like that, but... Yeah, it's up to him. Um, I thought of this question after Kenny's speech on Saturday. <laughs> if you were in jail, who on the team do you think would bail you out? Paul. Like, without hesitation, Paul enables. He's just... You go to him when you're in trouble. And he'll get you out of shit. Oh. Yeah. That's sweet. <laughs> um... 
What is your biggest fear? Uh, this is a hard one because I like to be like spontaneous and I like to go out and do do things that are outside my comfort zone. Um, I really want to go skydiving, but I'm like kind of afraid. Oh god! But not really. Like I've wanted to go for so long. Like heights are are, are a big fear. I know some guys don't like flying planes and stuff we have some crazy guys on our team it was who oh ryan Kerwin doesn't like to fly oh my god (laughs) this is like it's the worst thing like he sits next to he has to sit next to someone and hold their hand like oh (laughs) he's like he's really scared of flying Um, well you guys are in a smaller plane i feel like that's a lot scary well like mm -hmm. it's it's like a it's not i mean it's a private plane right yeah, but it's like a commercial plane. Oh, it is? Yeah, it's pretty big. Okay, I was going to try to help yeah. them and say no. I get that. but no. <laughs> Yeah, because I've seen it on social media. It looks like one of the private planes that you yeah. see. Sometimes. It depends. Like, last time we took a 747. Like, and They're pretty big planes. Boeing, right? Yeah. Um, so I don't, I don't know. Yeah. It, I, I, you can't really back them up on that. <laughs> I don't really, I don't love flying, but I don't need to hold someone's yeah, hand. I'm a big motion sickness guy. Same. So at some point, I'm just going to start feeling like mm. poop. Yeah. And not want to, like, continue. I'll probably just, like, force it's myself to It's the worst feeling ever. I can't even, like, if my roommates, like, drive me to the grocery store here, like, I'm so nauseous by the time I get out of the car. Like, I can't do anything. If I go on a roller coaster, I have to leave. Like, oh, I hate roller coasters. I love yeah. roller coasters. Oh. <laughs> I'm not. I, ha- I hate roller coasters, but I can go on any water slide in the world. I hate roller coasters. I hate them too. I just don't I know do how it. it's fun. I can't swim, so I can't agree with you there. Like, <laughs> imagine just like yeah. sliding down the slide, and then this is like this eight feet pool. I'm toast. <laughs> <laughs> Being thrown yeah. in there, you're not coming back up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I-, I can't do roller coasters. There's something about it. Can't do it's it. the worst. It really is the worst. See, I thought like that, but you know, we went to Cali not too long ago for Rose Bowl. Mm-hmm. They took us to Disneyland, and it was just roller coaster. I wasn't even big enough to like fit in it. My my knees were kind of like to the side, and they still let me ride. So I'm like, you know what? It has to be safe. Whole time I'm scared. I'm like gripping it as hard as fast, but it's the adrenaline rush you have at the end. You're like, I just did that. That's fun. What's next? It's not worth it. No, but midway through, you're like, why am I doing this? Yeah, like going up, like, why? Why did I put myself Your in this Your stomach's situation? inside out. And yeah. stuff happens, too. Stuff does happen. Like, it's not like nothing ever happens and they're all safe. Like, they're not. That adrenaline rush, though, at the end, though, it's, it's a really good feeling. It just kind of like, ah, let's go. What's next? That's next great. Next round. Yeah. Oh. I can't relate to that. Yeah. I feel like we talked about skydiving with someone else, too. And okay. you said you wanted to. Indoor. I want to in- try indoor <laughs> first. First. <laughs> I'm not interested in that either. Yeah, my mom would kill me. Yeah. I, I've been telling her I was going, and she was like, oh, Again, oh. another thing where, like, things go wrong all the time. But I don't want to go yeah. skydiving by myself. You know how they have those instructors? And- well, yeah, yeah, I'm sure well, they wouldn't yeah. just <laughs> throw you out of the plane. <laughs> I don't think they're just going to chuck you out of there. <laughs> like, I think, like, here I you go. You'll be with someone. Yeah, but who would I fit on? I'm 6'5", 320 pounds. Who is like, who am I going to, whose chest am I going to fit on? 
That's kind of one I want to do indoor first. That's it. Yeah. I've yeah. seen some funny videos of the indoor ones. People just flip it. Yeah, yeah they can't get up. <laughs> you should probably try indoor before you do I should. Uh, outside. But I kind of don't want to because yeah. what, what if, like, I'm bad at it? I just kind of want to go straight in and, like, yeah, I feel like it's a very vulnerable situation to be, like, in that outfit in the tube with, like, people waiting to go watching. Yeah. People like, just watching you. <laughs> yeah, I kind of just want to just say, let's just do this and... Knock it out. Let's go. Jump out of the plane, yeah. Cross it off the list. Exactly. If you can add one fast food chain in State College, what fast food chain are you adding? This is hard because we already have Chick-fil-A. We have... Chick-fil-A or Cane's? Chick-fil-A. <sighs> Chick-fil-A sauce or cane sauce? Cane sauce. Okay. I like that. Yeah. I, I don't like Chick-fil-A sauce. I don't either. Because I don't like barbecue sauce, and I feel like it has that taste to it. I don't. I just don't know what it is. I, I tried it, and I'm like, oh, I can't do it. But yeah. cane sauce is so good. Yeah. Cane sauce is good. But Chick-fil-A over canes. I'm adding Shake Shack. I love Shake okay. Shack. Yeah. I'm I, Shake Shack. I, I was going to say, like, one of, like, a, a burger joint or something like that. Yeah, Shake Shack. I just would love to see a few, like, nicer places. Like, I feel like we have so many, like, like a, Chinese Like a places. P.F. Chang's? Like uh. a Fogo de Chao? <laughs> um. We have so many Chinese. Like, I feel like there's a Chinese place on every block. Uncle no? Chen's, Makiyaki, Kondu. I can name, like, Mr. five. Mr. Wish. Them. There's, like, ten of yeah. them. There's a lot. You need, like, a Roof Chris. Um, a nice steakhouse. We don't, we don't have Italian either, I feel like. Bonfados, that's really deep though. That's we have Facha yeah. Luna. That's, oh, you guys, that's pretty, yeah, pretty far. That's like. But there's really nothing in town or downtown. No, I. There's a poor selection. Yeah. You have to go like far away. What are your favorite things to eat in State College? Um, favorite spots to go to? Allen Street Grill. Okay, what do you get? I've never had it. I'm trying to try like a bunch of these I get, places. I get the steak there. The steak's really good. Or Sometimes I get. Um, Wait, before I cut you off, have you had Kenny Johnson steaks before? All right, he he brags about <laughs> his steaks, and I I haven't had one, so I can't really say anything. But he brags way too much about it, and I I kind of want to go head to head against him. Oh, so you like to cook? Yeah. Okay. What do you? What's your favorite? Steaks. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I want to go head to head against Kenny. And we see should do happens. that. I think we have to set it up. Like, yeah, a little like, these YouTube days. episode. A little find a little kitchen, <laughs> see who does what. And we got like three judges. No, we actually should. I'm getting a little bored in here, honestly. <laughs> I'm so, I'd be so down for that if you can find a kitchen. We probably I think like we dorms. can find a kitchen. And I it, have a kitchen. <laughs> and then like set it up. Have you both both of you guys cook? Have like a photographer there? Some PR action going. No. I can't eat it because I don't eat red meat, but... No. Don't, don't make some chicken or something. Have a little another option. Yeah. No, but I haven't had the steaks yet. But everyone says mine are pretty good, so... What are you cooking your steaks? Are you doing hockey pucks or medium wells or rares? Uh, medium. You go with the medium option. I told Kenny I like my steaks. Well done, he called it a hockey puck. I felt a little offended. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Poor Kenny. We need to bring Kenny back and give him a fair shot. We didn't even, you know that, right? We didn't even press record. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. yeah. It happened. <laughs> it's a good thing it happened to him. <laughs> where, where are some 
daily habits you live by or like a quote that you go by every day? Um, treat others like you want to be treated. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you don't respect, if you don't respect a person, then and then they like don't respect you back. You're gonna feel like, what did I do to this person? Like, why is he treating me, like, not not like I want to be treated? So I I think if you give something good into this world, I think you're gonna receive it back, and that's what I try to go by. And my dad always says to me like, always try to help someone out because it's gonna come back come back to you and um yeah that's that's what I kind of live by and I feel like it's a it's really important to do that it's very nice okay well Danny thank you so much for coming on we really appreciate it um we're definitely gonna have to set up that cooking competition I'm not kidding I want to do that would you are you down okay all right sounds good but thank you again I'm your co-host Ibrahim I'm Kendall Skalicki I'm Danny Geneve. Thanks for having me, guys. This is Gloves Off. <laughs> <laughs>